Lautner coming to you live on a Tuesday night. Tonight we are joined by Tina Peters of Grand Junction, Colorado. She has been in the news and we couldn't be more excited to tell her story. The kind of patriot she is and what she's been doing for our country. We support her 110%. Tina Peters from Western Colorado. Here we go. Are you? Hello, Miss Peters. How are you doing? Fighting the fight. They're coming after me, though. Yeah. You feel yeah. more optimistic or less optimistic from a few months ago, or what do you think? Well, we've exposed them. I don't know if you've seen the um, the movie yet, but I have. Yep. Yeah. They're going to keep going after me. Try to shut me up and get me to go away. This is the the way the deep state has been putting in their their selected people. I'm apologetic that you couldn't get to go to uh, Missouri to watch the movie that Mike Lindell just released uh, about your story. Yeah, well, you know, you can't let them can't let them think they're getting to you, right? Well, last night I was at Stanford the Constitution, one of our local group, a city council people, uh, candidates, two of them that got that were defrauded of their race, they um, said, you know, we want to fight. And we've been trying to get them to fight this whole time, and they've been kind of wimpy. And so I think uh, they're at that point. So, Like sure. one personal question that I would have for you is, like, mm-hmm. one thing I learned in your movie is Western Colorado Grand Junction was uh, largely conservative or Republican or whatever word you want to use to describe that. But, like, just like your race with a Mark Zuckerberg phony you know uh they just sent in some random three or four people and and nobody would have voted for them and all of a sudden they supposedly win the election there's so much negativity on the internet about no outsider is going to come in and get a bunch of <laughs> conservatives to to vote for them i mean what right. a, i mean there has to be a little bit of forward momentum going there isn't there or what do you think it's not about democrat or republican right right. no it's about people that are benefiting from the selection basically and um on both sides if you're benefiting from the selection you're definitely not going to shoot yourself yeah right (laughs) Mm -hmm. tonight i'm joined by tina peters from western colorado in the grand junction area there is a new movie out The movie is called Selection Code, and I watched it this weekend, and it was amazing. Good job. So, everybody give it a look. Go to uh, Frank Speech TV and give it a look here in the next few days. Matt Thayer is the one that directed it. Him and and Mike Lindell. Yeah. It seems to me, uh, a farm kid from Iowa, that we're getting momentum on on the side of truth and election integrity, conservative values. Uh, Anthony Fauci resigned or retired or whatever you want to describe it as. Like, what are your thoughts about that? that that's outside of what election integrity. But that's that's got to be a win for like America whenever Anthony Fauci is out, right or not? <laughs> well, Anthony Fauci, and he's made his million. Gentleman that was filming my the movie was here he's doing a he was here for the last six days he's doing a expose on all the victims of the covid vaccine and sure. it's, it's pretty it's pretty sad i mean these people these innocent people that believe the narrative 
that they were protecting themselves based on the the information from Anthony Fauci. It's forever changed their life. So that's going to be another documentary that's going to be coming out. Um, there's like a village of these people that have been forever injured by the effects of these vaccines, uh, the COVID vaccine. So Anthony Fauci, um, you know, he's he's made his you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. You know. He's going to get his though, right? Cause, oh, that's right. Uh, here's my personal story about uh, COVID and the vaccines. I have a friend from Sterling, Colorado. I won't mention his name. It's none of, none, none of anybody else's business what happened to him. But he took the vaccine and the booster within a few days of him retiring on his 61st birthday. He had a stroke. Basically, it's ruined his life. He was 61 years old. He had his retirement to look forward to. The government forced him because he worked at a federal penitentiary in in Sterling, Colorado, to take the experimental vaccine, and he had a stroke. And I mean, these are just the fact is this man that I that I like and love, and I've went to his house for the last 10 years. He now has to deal with the effects of having a stroke because the government mandated this vaccine. So people like Fauci and others that mandated these experimental deals, there should be some a public reckoning for what they have done. Do you have any comments about that? Well, it's criminal. You know, it's criminal. The people that are involved in this are evil and criminal. You know, it's the same people that are looking to take down our country. They are looking to... Uh, reduce the population. They're looking to put in their selected leaders. And, um, you know, they don't, I mean, they're coming after me hot. <laughs> they really are. For those that don't know, you're a gold star mother. I didn't, I hadn't heard the background on, on how you became a gold star mother. It was in your movie and your son was involved in a training exercise accident, correct? Well, actually he was, he was, um, he was a Navy SEAL for nine years. He was the he was invited to be on the elite Navy leapfrog team. He was three weeks from go. They usually sign up for if they're invited to be on that. Uh, they they serve. It's it's a deployment basically. They serve two to three years. He had served for two years. He was three weeks from going back to Iraq. Um, these are these are men that have have been on the battlefield that have served that take a brief time to do this if they're invited and if they're proficient skills in um he had taught the the other um seals how to wingsuit. They use that in the demonstrations, um, the smoke canisters, they do the fancy flips mm-hmm. and such in the in the air and they uh jump into stadiums. This this time he was honoring the fallen on Memorial Day, and he was also involved in uh, anti-human trafficking. And many of us believe that was, it was, I mean, he had over 900 jumps. Many of us believe that this was a hit. Um, he um, he had a double parachute failure, which is unheard of, after 900 jumps. Mm. Um, so, I mean, he'd been jumping since 2008 and had uh, taught the other guys to do um, certain maneuvers and things like that. So, 
I lost him in um, in 2017, just a few months after I'd already announced that I was running for the Mesa County Clerk and Recorder. He had told me, Mom, you got this. When I told him, I said, what do you think? I think I'm going to run for public office. He said, Mom, you've got this. The only thing is you'll probably do more than what's required. I had no idea. Um, you know, it taught me, after his death, it taught me to compartmentalize. I was, I was running for office. I won I won the election. Um, it was very difficult and had no idea as an outsider, a business owner for 32 years and uh, an outsider coming into government, especially elections, in a department that had five, five divisions. It was motor vehicle elections, recording, uh, clerk to the board, which is the county commissioners and um and uh, accounting. I had no idea what I was stepping into, uh, into a cabal of people that don't like outsiders coming in and uh, with <laughs> with independent thinking. Sure. Uh, I had decided I was going to run for clerk because we had three and a half hour wait times. There was a waiting room before you got to the waiting room in the motor vehicle department. And I said, I can fix that. And that was the thing my... My son described on his SEAL Team 6 paperwork when it said, describe your mother. Uh, he wrote three words. She fixes things. Uh, it wasn't until the 2021, the 2020 election came and went, and uh, we're a conservative county. And so people had come to me and said, you know, I know that we won in our county because we're conservative, but not by as much as we should have. And then it was in the 2021 city council municipal election and when i saw the progressives and the people that were uh that won i got a sick feeling to my stomach and i said there's no way and i pulled the results at 7 p.m that night i said there's no way these people won one thing for your movie and i don't want to give everything away but i I do (laughs) want to like give teasers to make people watch it they said that the candidates that won uh, outsiders, three or four of them, they won, and they were making, they made the tweets or they made the public aware of it before you even knew that they had won. So That's obviously right. they were mainlined or hooked in. That that shouldn't happen, that they were aware that they won before the county clerk knew that they won. So obviously there's something going on there. That's right. Yeah, we, we pulled the uh, results at 7 p.m. It's illegal to pull them before 7 p.m. And so after the city council election, they were coming at Dominion and the Secretary of State, who is very much a uh, partisan Soros operative, they were coming in to do what they called a trusted build. And uh, I knew they were, they had told me they were gonna delete election records, uh, delete a QR code, uh, which would have made it impossible for me to do to do an audit if I'd been asked to do so of the 2020 election. So I backed up. I've had a uh, a high-level white hat uh, that had worked for the government come in, um, and uh, he had just finished, well, he had just exposed and uh, caused the arrest of a very prominent high-level uh, human trafficking organization, and so I promised that I would uh, conceal his identity. Had another gentleman that wanted to step up 
to provide his identity to uh, um, as the person coming in to do the the backup. We did a before and after image of the system, and it showed they deleted 29,000 election records, and there were 36 wireless devices, which is illegal. These these machines would not have even been able to be certified through the through the course of the last two years. Me, along with many other people, not at your level, but just moms and dads across the country, mm-hmm. the one thing that that gentleman uh, that runs Dominion said in an online deposition was is these machines are set up to be not compatible or not hooked up to the Internet. That's a lie, right? I mean, that, that's not even yeah. that big of a – that's not even that big of a reveal at, that, at this point, but that is true that these machines are hooked up to the Internet, and they have modems, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Now they're trying to walk it back and say, well, they, they're they able to be connected, but we don't connect them. <laughs> so, you mm-hmm. know, there, there's a lot of lot that has been exposed, and, um, you know, I'm a threat to them. And so they're working to take me down. You know, they have thrown everything they can at me. I think I have like eight lawsuits going back and forth. They want to see me in prison. That's what they want. Just most recently, because uh, the movie... The DA, uh, and I'll send that to you, the, um, <laughs> the little video that I did before the, the premiere of the movie. Sure. But um, they, the DA refused to let me go to attend the premiere and attend the, uh, the summit, uh, the Truth Summit that Mike Lindell put on. And it, for anyone that hasn't seen that, they need to go on and replay it. Replay it. Uh, on Frank's speech, but all day today that Google's been trying to block it, take it down. I mean, they're trying to silence the voice of the people. They're trying to hide their uh, their uh, their crimes, and uh, and anybody that gets in their way is uh, you know they're they're trying to take out as well. But I always say when I speak, they can't get us all. Everyone needs to do something. And people need to wake up. They're they're taking our country right before our eyes. And we need to wake up. We need to get involved and um, become knowledgeable about what they're doing. So news of the day outside of the Fauci deal, do you think that public sentiment is bristled up about the Trump raid? Or, I mean, are people still are, – are people waking up or are they just like – Leave me alone. I got my life to live. Where do you feel like we're at at this point? Well, they need to wake up. They raided my home and three others on November 16th. Uh, yep. You know, I'm, I am I never had a parking ticket, speeding ticket. <laughs> I'm a 66-year-old grandma uh, sure. that just wanted to serve my country. And um, But they, you know, the FBI came knocking at my door and raided my home, raided the home of of other friends of mine, uh, one of them, they, she said, why are you here? And they said, because you connect people. So we're living in a police state. People need to understand you cannot wait. You have to get involved right now. They're, they're very far advanced in uh, how far they've gone to take over this country, but there's still time, but only if you get involved right now. So I'm, I'm sounding the alarm. I tell people, I say, you know, I mean, I'm I'm on the front line taking the bullets, but they can't get us all. It's kind of like the 300, the Spartans, Gideon's yeah. Army. I mean, we don't need a lot of people, 
but we need people that are engaged, knowledgeable, and aware of what's going on. You uh, miraculously came up with a large amount of money. I believe it was a quarter million dollars to do a audit within the state of Colorado for your race on the uh, Secretary of State. Is there any, like, update you could give us on that? On February 14th, Valentine's Day, two days after the Biden administration blocked the release of J. Alex Halderman's report uh, that he gave in front of the, under oath, in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, I realized that I was the only one that could uh, could do this, and that was to run for Secretary of State. On one hand, we had a source operative, Jenna Griswold, uh, who has passed more more election rules in the four years that she's been Secretary of State than has ever been passed in the last 20 years. And the other side was the so-called, and I'm doing air quotes, Republican uh, opponent that, well, there were two uh, operatives that they put in there. One was the the direct a director and the secretary of CTCL. And for those that don't know uh, the organization CTCL, it's Center for Tech and Civic Life. It's an organization that Mark Zuckerberg funneled $470 million through and 94% of it went to counties that Biden won. And this is a woman touting herself as a uh, as a Republican in a Republican primary. And then the other person uh, was a uh, was on the board of an organization that a very uh, an Obama appointed attorney general here in Colorado had started. Uh, and he said he just got into the race just to shake things up. So they they were they wanted a three-way race. They wanted people that uh, that were a surefire win uh, for to keep Jenna Griswold in office. She is the she is the um, president, the chairwoman of the Democrat Association of Secretary of State, and they're across the country. And their main aim is to elect more Democrat. Secretary of State. And, and for those that don't understand what the Secretary of State does, they are, in, they are literally the election official for the state. They're the one that uh, conducts and oversees the elections. It's a, it's a huge um, uh, advantage for anyone that's in power. She has basically passed a law now, Senate Bill 22153, that puts all that takes all the power from this in our case in Colorado at 64 counties, and uh, puts it in the power of one person, and and it's just the beginning of federalized elections. So it's so I jumped into the race. I was I was I, I won. Uh, I had 47 percent. Uh, the one beneath me was 31 percent, and the other one was in the teens. But when it came to election day. And all the all the media and everybody knew that I had won. They were telling me a week before, you know, so so you know, we know you've won the primary, the the Republican primary. How are you going to go after Jenna Griswold and that sort of thing? Election night, their their mouths were just, their jaws just dropped. They could not believe it. No one can believe it because it didn't happen. Uh, mm-hmm. They cheated the election. So for people that want to go on TinaPetersForColorado.com. 
you can see there, you can download the three reports. This was classic report number three. And I think they talk about it a little bit in the movie as well. But to give you an example uh, about the machines, in Garfield, one of the counties called Garfield County, at, 10, at, at uh, 11.30 at night, votes were changed from one candidate to the other, 900 votes, and then mysteriously changed back uh, the next afternoon. Well, interestingly enough, this happened at 11.30 at night. The election staff, the, the, the clerk staff, left at 10 p.m. that night. Um, and I can go into another time how they're doing this, but basically they're creating two databases and they're feeding these ballots in through one and they're transferring the images over to another one after they change the vote. Um, so we've got to get rid of these machines in every state. Uh, right now, as far as the recount, so I did raise the money. Uh, the, the kind people from all over the United States that know what's going on um, donated for me to raise the money. She, at first, she had told me 236000 I raised that, and then I announced that I was going to run within or that I wanted to recount. You have to give them the money within a day. She sent me the the updated cost from a week, a little over a week ago, a week before that, and it was it, she had raised it twenty thousand dollars. And in El Paso County, another county in Colorado, where seven America First candidates had been defrauded of their race, she uh, raised it ten thousand each, which kicked some of them out because there was only they only had to raise about ten thousand. Um, so she did this to you know to hopefully uh, kick me out of the race and them out of the race, which some of them it did. But thanks to the people that had donated, I had more than enough. So, but you'll never guess what the extra twenty thousand dollars was for, Matt. Was there? <laughs> it was for a vendor. You'll never guess who the vendor was. Dominion. <laughs> yes, you get Those it. guys are crooks. Okay. Yeah. So, and I know that you have to be very careful what you say, but I'm just a farmer from Iowa, so I can say what I want. I just want you to let you know, Jenna Griswold looks like a vampire. So she needs to stay in her cave because she looks like a human vampire to me from out here in Iowa. So. Yeah, she doesn't have a soul. She has, you know, her, her eyes are just deep pools. But so so here's here's where we are right now. Uh, the, uh, the recount, they did not do it properly. Uh, they had Dominion come in, which is a state actor, which is illegal. They had them come in and tell the clerk, how to conduct the recount. Something uh, like a 50% error rate too, wasn't there? Well, that was in El Paso County. But what, what they were supposed to do was the canvas board, the, the Democrat and Republican uh, canvas board was supposed to, to randomly pick a, ta a Dominion tabulator, then go to the, go and get the ballots that had run on election, uh, through the election, through that sure. tabulator, hand count those, and then compare them to what the the uh, uh, the the machine said. They didn't do that. They did use test ballots. <laughs> anyway, the law is very clear on how to do a recount uh, be, before a uh, uh, how to do a test before a recount. And there hasn't been a recount done in 27 years, a statewide recount in Colorado. So they didn't do, they didn't follow the law to do that. So we are suing them. 
to uh, do a hand recount for the whole state of, of Colorado. When we get that done, so everybody needs to pray for righteous judges, if that happens, it's going to expose the machines because it's, there's no way it's, it's going to match. The, the paper ballots and the, what the machine tabulated, there's no way it's going to match. And that's going to open this up for the whole United States. So pray that, that, um, that we get a righteous judge that's going to rule according to law and not according to, uh, to favors or Jenna Griswold or, or George Soros. Um, but, you know, that sort of thing. So that's where we're at. Pressure. Right yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of pressure on these judges as well. Yeah. Uh, the guy down in Georgia uh, was ruling with Garland Favorito for many mm-hmm. for many months, and then all of a sudden he decided they didn't have standing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like these judges have to have courage to do what's right. So, that's right. I mean, hopefully they don't railroad you uh you have so much courage, and I appreciate you joining me tonight. This is taking a lot longer than I thought it would, and I apologize. Uh, I know that you're a busy person, and it's late in the evening, but uh, thank you very much for joining me. And I'm going to stay hooked in uh, to the to the progress that you're making, and if you ever have more time, I'd love to have you back on again. Uh, you bet, Matt. Anytime. Anytime. Gotcha. So yeah. uh, your website is what? TinaPetersForColorado.com, and uh, you know we are we're paying for the recount through the campaign funds on that website. Uh, so you know we, we ask for prayers for financial uh, contributions, whatever anybody can do. Uh, we appreciate it. This is gonna this is gonna continue to open this up for the whole country. Yeah, my personal shout out would be Richard White from Fruit of Colorado is the one that that uh, introduced me to you, and uh, thank you, Richard, for doing that. And I would encourage everyone to scrape together whatever you can. I mean, this is the future of America and the future for our kids right here. So uh, visit Tina's website, donate what you can, even if it's just a small amount, and uh, follow it online, and, and don't be afraid to make your voice heard on Facebook and other social media because I personally, I know that I'm always wrong. I'm always too positive, but I personally feel a shift in the momentum. We're starting to get a few things going our way, and uh, I, I do think that there's, for the first time in a long time, a little bit of hope going forward. Yep, yep. So. And they've banned me on Facebook, but I'm on I'm on Truth Social I'm on uh, Tina22 on Getter and Twitter, so uh, people can reach out. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. Have a very good evening, and I uh, can't wait to continue to, to follow your journey from afar, and I'll keep texting you whenever I see positive things going on. Okay, Tina? God bless you guys. Thank you so much, Matt. All right. Have a great, have a great evening. We'll see you. Bye-bye.